Hey, welcome back to the show. Today, um, oh, wait, no, I forgot. We're supposed to do the intro all within this. So let me restart that. Sorry. <laughs> You're listening to the CXMH Podcast. CXMH is a podcast at the intersection of faith and mental health. Hey, welcome back to the show. My name is Dr. Holly Oxhandler, and I am joined, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Robert Vore. Hey, Robert. Hey, Holly. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm excited about our guest. I am too. I'm really, really excited for today's conversation and just opportunity to um, be with our dear friend, Kayla Cray. So for our listeners who may not have heard of Kayla before, Kayla is a former journalist who brings deep curiosity and care to her writing. She's the author of Every Season Secret and To Light Their Way. And with a poetic, prophetic voice, she created the popular Liturgies for Parents Instagram account, which Christianity Today named an, quote, essential parenting resource, which I would wholeheartedly agree with that, Kayla. Um, She also hosts the Liturgies for Parents podcast. And Kayla's nuanced and accessible reflections, essays, and prayers are featured in various books, devotionals, and Bible studies. Kayla lives in a 115-year-old former covenant in her Iowa hometown, where she hopes to create spaces of welcome alongside her four children, two dogs, and her husband, Johnny. Kayla, welcome back to CXMH. How are you doing today? I am great. Thank you for having me, Holly. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm so, so excited to have you too, Kayla. I know we're, we're both thrilled to have you on. Since you had joined us from back in episode 134 when you came Mm -hmm. on to talk about um, liturgies for parents, and I'm thrilled that we have you back on today talking about Every Season Secret. So is there, before we dive into all the things, um, is there anything that we missed in your fancy bio there? Oh my gosh, no, not at all. Thank you. <laughs> it's always such a weird feeling to have, uh, you know, somebody read this little summary of a little part of your life, you know, and so it's it's always a little surreal. And so thank you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I feel like everybody always makes a joke about how weird that is. And so I might have pitched this before, but I feel like we should all collectively decide like, you're going to say two things and that's it, right? Like, yes. Today we're talking to Robert. <laughs> he likes tacos and dogs. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Like, I don't need, like, everybody feels weird about it, you know? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. That's so funny. Well, I know uh, Holly mentioned that you came on uh, before and I uh, I mentioned before we started recording that it always feels special when people agree to come back because that means last time that, you know, it was enjoyable or not too terrible. But between that book and this one, it feels like you've got a lot happening, the podcast and this and all that, right? So can you tell us a little bit about of the backstory behind this book and kind of what led to this one in its kind of specific birthing? 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I think every season sacred kind of came out of my own need. And I think that is something, you know, we can we can all relate to as we make the things that we need or that we wish we had um, yes. in, in our journey. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but I think I created the book that I needed for my own parenting journey. I wanted something that Help me stay awake to the beautiful and the and the wonderful and the the just glory all around us in our seemingly ordinary lives. But I also wanted something yeah. that was present to the pain and present to the suffering, um, not only you know in our like society, but also just that we feel in our hearts sometimes, or that we walk through with our kids. And so I wanted this kind of guide for the journey um, as we kind of try to incorporate our spiritual lives along with the actual kind of embodied lives and the choices that we're making every single day in our homes and in our communities and in our, you know, national and global settings as well. Yeah. Yeah. And the the subtitle of this one, right, it, so it's Every Season Sacred, Reflections, Prayers, and Invitations to Nourish Your Soul and Nurture Your Family Throughout the Year. And yeah. I love that because the last book was more occasion-specific, right, like a, a prayer for this instance or this instance. And this one, obviously, not that the other one couldn't be used all the time. It, it obviously could, and I, I know we still pulled that one out as well, but this one obviously is designed to be used for every season, right? Like just kind of year round, kind of regularly. Again, not that the other one isn't, but you know what I'm, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like yeah, this one, the other yeah. one is more yeah. like you flip to a specific, you know, holiday or something right. you're going through or whatever it is, it's um, a little more occasional. Or, yeah. Um, and this book is kind of journeying through, like you said, the whole year and then not only resourcing the parent or the caregiver, but also resourcing the family. So it's this kind of double component book where it's helping you care for your soul and then caring for the soul of your family. So it's kind of this both. And, you know, when I pitched it to my publisher, they were like, this is kind of an ambitious uh, plan you have here. <laughs> and I'm like, just go with me. Just go with me. I think it's. I think it's going to serve parents and speak to their their actual lives. That's my hope. And you know, um, throughout yeah. the book, maybe you've seen like the index in the back, but like this is not a book that's just all about me, right? This is a book that um, I wanted to incorporate different authors, different thinkers, different theologians, different poets and artists, and and really weave a tapestry that everybody could maybe kind of wrap themselves in. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think you did that beautifully. I feel like throughout this book, you have such accessible practices, prayers, and it's still like just covered in your fingerprints, Kayla, of course, Mm -hmm. with like, you know, the breath prayers that you have in there and the stories that you share with us and the vulnerability and, you know, the that contemplative posture and the, the prayers like they're still that I think it. I, you know, I, I think in several ways, this book not only echoes those rhythms that I, I can tell that you're really trying to pay attention to throughout the book, but that it does so in a way that really activates, you know, mind, heart, and body throughout the book, uh, while also paying attention to, you know, the individual and the family unit as a whole. And um, it's just stunning. Like, it's just such a beautiful book. So... Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. Yeah. That's so, that's so encouraging to hear. You know, you try to 
try to pray over what you're working on and just hope that it's received in the spirit that you've really intended it to be received in. And so knowing that, you know, that you guys have each had early copies in your hands and you've had a chance to kind of sit with it and yes. talk through it and journey yeah. through it. And, you know, to light their way as prayers just for parents or caregivers to pray for their kids. But every season sacred brings it in in a communal element where you can borrow yep. the prayers and pray them together. Yeah. Um, because that was feedback that I got. It was like, well, now do you have something that I can do with my kids? And it's like, okay, mm. let's see. Let's see mm. what we can do. Yeah. 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 I, I want to uh, just name like a fun little connection too. Um, when you just in hearing you mentioned to light their way. I know you and I had texted at one point during the summer because I was volunteering at like a summer vacation Bible school thing, right? And I was in this room that was doing some crafting projects and realized like, oh my gosh, we have your book alongside like, I think there were just three other books that they had in that room. And that room is like the family room. So that's the room where when for Sunday school, um, the any parents of young kids kind of gather to connect and talk and and work through different things but it was really sweet to see to light their way you know in there and so it is it's it that one is an accessible book and you know i'm sure i'm going to be nudging my uh the folks at our church to be like oh well now you need to add everything's in secret <laughs> to that you know little book pile so Aww. anyways Aww, that I was so that. fun yeah yeah, yeah. Well, um, one of the things, I mean, speaking of, of kiddos, um, I know that you are a mama to four amazing kiddos. Um, and I'm so thankful for the ways that you honor their unique stories with a balance of vulnerability and privacy in such a way that allows us into that your family's journey while knowing, while, while extending an invitation to others that they're not alone. And that um, the, the, that family life is messy and complex and beautiful and wonderful and just all of the things all together. So I really want to, and I know that your four kiddos mean the world to you. I know that personally from conversations we've had, but also just in the ways that you have invited others along your family journey. So I would love to be um, intentional in creating space to talk about them to the degree that you feel comfortable. I really noticed how intentional and loving you are towards them and 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 the ways in which they inspire you in your work. Um, and so I want to create that space to hear a little bit on like, how do they inspire you in general? But then also like, how did they inspire you in this process of writing this book? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, you know, motherhood has been such a journey for me. Parenting um, is really eye-opening. It uh, is uh, so opening, uh, you know, uh, you start to um, notice the parts of you that um, have space to grow. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, those opportunities The phrasing I've ever heard. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> yes. But I also really experience who God is in very unique ways in parenting, you know, my four kids, they range in age between um, seven and 13 right now. Oh. They range in age of, or in seasons of, of life, of personality, of um, disability. Um, some are neurotypical, some are not, mm -hmm. uh, some were adopted, some were not. And so we just have 
a really wonderful, weird, vibrant home. And my kids really teach me so much about the nature of God. They teach me about who I am in light of that. They have helped yeah. me um, shift my theology and, and and see, you know, if this is not what I believe about God is not true for my daughter who is disabled and has Down syndrome and doesn't use words to speak and um, has a lot of disabilities. If what um, I believe is not true for her, that it can't be true for any of us. And yeah, so um, right. it's been a really, um, you know, growing in my own kind of spiritual journey in parenting. And so I think that's what I write out of because that is the season of life that I'm in right now. And, you know, I wanted to write a book that acknowledged the journey that all parents are in. You know, it's not like you become a parent and you have it all figured out. Like that's not yeah, how you, you right. probably have more questions than you did yeah. before, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and and it, I wanted to write something because there's so much about parenting out there and there's so much about Christian parenting out there, but I wanted to write something that honored the questions and honored the mystery and didn't just say, read this devotional, pray this prayer, and then be on your way, but allowed you to, to, instead of answering the question, ask more questions, um, with your kids and kind of grow and and so good. Yeah. 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 I I love that. And, and I was going to, what my next question was going to be, because this is obviously written to, to pray with your kids and create that space, right? Like, what would you say, uh, because I, I I agree with you that, that so much of what you can find is like, okay, before dinner, do this thing and this thing and this thing, right? And in my household and it, right, like the, everybody's household looks totally different and like maybe that works for you or maybe like if, if we sat down at the table and there was some food and I said, hold on, let's do this 15 minute thing. I like, that's when my kids are extra grumpy because they need some food. So like, I need, you know, like, so I'm just curious in terms of, you know, someone's listening and they're like, okay, how do I kind of figure out and explore what that can look like for my family and in our context in ways that work? What would you say in kind of giving the freedom to tailor that to like, yes. it's not about doing an exact thing. It's yeah. just about, you know, I don't know. Do you have any yeah, encouragement on yeah. that? Well, it might be helpful to kind of just quick explore how it how it's kind of um, laid out in the book. So yeah. there's, the you know, the four seasons. And then in each season, there are 13 weeks. And so it'll take you through the whole year. And then each week is kind of this mini chapter where it has uh, an invitation to reflection for you, the parent, the grown up, the caregiver. And then there's a breath prayer that's just for you to borrow. Um, there's scripture references. If that is a resource to you, you can go look those up. And then you flip to the other side, and there are a bunch of kind of connection questions. They're open-ended. Um, my background is in journalism, and so I love a good question, That's right? Awesome. And yeah. yet, as a parent, it's so easily to, easy to fall into that trap of, how was your day? Or did you yeah. have a good day at school? Yeah. Or was practice good? Or whatever it is, whatever mm-hmm. season of life you're in. Um, and so I wanted to create intentional questions. And you know your kids the best. You know their personalities, their ages, their developmental stages. And so I'm like, pick and choose a couple to integrate into your week and whatever 
that looks like for you. Like find a rhythm and the rhythm might change depending on who has soccer practice and who has camp and this and that or whatever it is. But you know your kids the best. And so take those, integrate them. Maybe it's at dinner, you know, maybe it's when you're driving to school. Maybe it's at night as you're kind of getting stuff ready to go. Um, Maybe you ask the question and your kids don't answer. And then three days later, your teenager is like, I was thinking, you know what I mean? And then yes, you, no, then totally. that's how it is, right? That is exactly how For it sure. is. Yes, yep. Yeah. Yep. And so that is my hope is that it's something that you can use in the way that works for you. And there's no shame or guilt or check boxes. Like they're not even dated. <laughs> so you don't, you can come in mm-hmm. and out of it. Um, but my hope is that it helps you get into these rhythms where you're not even, you know, needing the book at, at certain times, but you can just start integrating these kind of rhythms of having thoughtful um, spiritual conversations with your kids that you're having conversations about what are, what are the needs in our community and how is our family like in the choices that we make? How are we maybe contributing to that or maybe alleviating that, you know, and, and having mm-hmm. thoughtful conversations. And something I've noticed is that kids are really, they have good things to think about and they, yeah. have, mm-hmm. they right. ask really good questions and they have really interesting thoughts. And so often yeah. we might think, well, they're young, but um, I think they have a lot to teach us and we have a lot to learn together. So that's my hope is that these are these questions and these prayers that you can pray. And there's two different versions of the prayer. Um, so you can choose what works for you. There's kind of the yeah. younger um, prayer for each each chapter. And then there's a little bit more liturgical, uh, a little more poetic prayer. And those prayers really could be prayed at church. You know, like they don't even have to be prayed uh, in a family domestic kind of setting, but um, they're just there for you to use in the way that works best for you. Oh, yeah. I love that so much. I mean, I remember like going through it, like seeing how how much value it, it has in that way. But hearing you talk about it in this way, Kayla, it's like I kind of want to like go home this afternoon and be like, hey, babe, like to my husband and be like, we needed like we not that we need to like add on another thing or any, you know, so I don't want it to sound like that. And I think one of the gifts about this book is that it it doesn't feel like it's another thing to add on by mm. any means, but another piece to weave into the rhythms of our daily lives as is Mm -hmm. but I could totally see this fitting into like our Sunday rhythms where Mm -hmm. you know whether at mealtime or you know coming home from church and you know maybe during like lunch you know kind of reflecting and reading um, and 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 really picking out these questions in a meaningful way as we think about the upcoming week and Mm -hmm. and getting tossing them out like you were saying because I definitely know for both of our kiddos, they are the the type of kiddos where we'll talk about something and it really won't be until like three or four days later. They Mm -hmm. do that throwback that you're like, A, you are listening. Okay. I need to, you know, reassess, you know, and just think through that a little bit Um, (laughs) when I, you know, may have thought you weren't, but be like, wow, how can I humble myself in such a way where I am open to the ways that you are teaching me? And soften my heart as a parent in such a way that allows me to receive the presence of God within them and let that minister to me. And I, and you set us up you create a container for us to Mm. go through that with these rhythms and questions. Mm. So thank you. 
Thank you. That's, that's, yeah, that's encouraging to hear. Yeah, for sure. Well, I know in this book, you, you certainly explore the ways, and we're kind of talking about them just now a little bit, um, in ways in which we find meaning and connection in the changing rhythms of life. I know, you know, we're, we're having this conversation in mid-September. I don't know about you, but I know the last month has been its whole own, you know, rhythms of change and all the things, basically, as kids go back to school, as I launch in a new semester, et cetera. But we do have these these ways of finding meaning and connection that are both natural and liturgical. And you kind of talked about liturgy a, a little bit before. Can you talk about the differences between those natural and liturgical rhythms of life? Yeah, yeah. I think when I was reflecting on seasons, there's so many ways we can take that <laughs> metaphor, right? And just ride it out. But we have spiritual seasons in our lives. We have seasons of the church year, you know? And even if you think, you know, you might not be connected to a liturgical tradition, like, well, we all celebrate Christmas at the same time. We all uh-huh. celebrate Easter at the same time. We are following rhythms of this global church calendar, you know? And then you start integrating Advent and Lent. And then you start expanding a little more and exploring what is ordinary time and what are these other, you know, Christian holidays and holy days. And then you start reflecting on what are just the holidays in our own culture, you know, and then we start integrating what is happening in the natural world as we're going through all of this and starting to see those connections in all the different kind of elements of our lives. And so that was kind of what I wanted to kind of give us some, um, like a scaffolding to work through throughout the year. So, you know, in fall, we start and we're talking about new beginnings and we're talking about belonging and we're talking about back to school and all of these things. And then we start to enter into, you know, reflections on when it does get a little darker and the mystery of what it is to to have faith and believe and what we cannot see. And, and maybe then we start exploring our fears, you know, as we're getting closer to um, Halloween and uh, we start seeing scary things at the store. And, you know, maybe your younger kids are starting to have questions. Maybe your teens are starting to watch horror movies and you're starting to, you know, have these different conversations and reflections. And so that's kind of how we use these seasonal elements throughout the books so that it does feel applicable to your actual life and what you're actually going through kind of as you're reading it. Oh, that's so good. That's so, so good. Yeah. Even when you're talking about the scary things, I know we were, my kids and I were at a particular store that I tend to go to too often. And they have all of this like Halloween stuff set up. And it's so funny watching my kids even over the years and the ways that they you know, move toward or away from, or I don't know. I just, I love how you walked through that um, mm-hmm. within the different seasons and such. Well, one, one question. So certainly within our listener base, we we have several folks who, you know, our, our parents are caregivers. So I really want to elevate um, those folks who are listening today and, and really encourage them to be checking out your book. But I also am thinking about the faith leaders within our listener group or the mental health care providers um, who are tuning in. And I would love to hear what you would say to those folks. Maybe you address them separately, but what would you say to those folks in terms of like weaving in these considerations of rhythms, um, particularly as they think about 
serving the parents and families that they are serving. Mm-hmm. So like how how can this work that you've done translate to faith leaders and mental health care providers as they serve parents and families? Yeah, I love that question um, because, you know, we're talking and, and right? I, love, right. I love your work and my husband's a pastor. Um, oh, that's right. So, yeah. So the, the local church, you know, is, is so special to me and to our family. Um, and, and what has been so humbling is hearing um, pastors and ministry leaders and mental health professionals saying, I bought your book for families in my congregation or, you know, like for when there is um, a dedication, when there is a Mm -hmm. graduation, when there is a milestone or a baptism, you know, um, that there is something that you can resource families. Because as you know, whether it's um, a pastor and you have people coming in on Sunday morning and then you might not see them again all week or, you know, a mental health professional where you're checking in, but you know, you're not with each other all the time. And so I hope that my book can be a resource for people to enter into the same rhythms that they're getting at church or in the counseling or therapy setting that then they can kind of work through in in their kind of seemingly ordinary everyday uh, lives. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love that. Speaking of resources, I know if you pre-order the book, there are conversation cards, right? Do you want to mention some of that real quick? Yeah, yeah. Other resources, Um, yeah. Well, when does this... Yeah, this episode won't come out until next week, so I don't know if that'll Okay, never mind. Okay, you're too late. Everybody, you should have pre-ordered the book. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, we could could open up a special page for your listeners to still access them if you would like that. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. Okay. So I will I will make a note and we'll make a page for listeners of this amazing podcast oh. and you can go and download um, those because they they're ending as the pre order bonus and the whole kind of bundle but um, I I want them to be resourced and there are like a hundred questions that are pulled right from the book mm. and uh, my design team made them look really pretty <laughs> uh, you know very simple but uh, we have them I laminated mine because I love a good oh laminator. my gosh I love that oh, yes. yeah man you're totally yep. speaking to my I, heart there yeah cut them it. up and we just have them um in our dining room and we just flip through them and there's really yeah. no rhyme or reason and of course the book has like intentional you know going through the rhythms but my kids love like tossing them around and mm-hmm. you know they have the teens and the preteens and they're throwing them and, you know, but it's like, Hey, we'll have a conversation about it. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, and I, I definitely want to bolster encouraging our listeners to access those resources because what I will tell you is the, especially the ones that you had for to light their way. um, I know my daughter and I, like you had extra breath prayers, I think Mm -hmm. that you gave out. And I know my daughter and I sat down and went through them and um, like hand wrote out, like she hand wrote out a couple that she wanted to have near her bed or on her desk. Um, so when she's doing homework, like she has that close by. I know like that is Taylor, they, your resources you offer folks are so helpful. Mm. And, um. and I still have, um, a couple of them by my desk too at home. Yeah. So I, yeah. so yeah, I really want to encourage our listeners to like definitely, you know, utilize those resources she's offering. So, yeah. Well, thank you for that. I'll, yes. I'll send you an email. We'll figure it out. But yeah, yeah, listeners, yeah. I'll look in the show notes. Thank you. That's super generous. That's awesome. Well, I know um, we're kind of getting close towards the end, but I, I wanted to offer to see if you have a favorite excerpt that you'd want to share with our listeners. 
I know I'm kind of asking you this like on the fly. So you know what? Let's, I will read, how about I read one of the prayers from the remember your vows section, which is in the fall Mm, section. Yeah. Perfect. I love it. Okay. So this is kind of the older version, a little more maybe liturgical sounding, a little more poetic, more words in general than the younger one. But um, I would love to pray just over everybody who is listening and over both of you. Um, So let's pray together. God of heaven and earth, we thank you for the ways you pursue us for the ways you beckon us into your loving arms and call us your children. Help us to remember that you have given us your spirit to guide us. Help us not to forget your promises so that we may strengthen our friendships and our family relationships. Maker of all things, thank you that you care deeply for us. Help us to stay true to who you call us to be, your children. Strengthen our commitments to you and to each other, especially in the moments when we groan under the weight of the world. You are our sustainer and our father. Help us live in the light of your love. Amen. Amen. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really glad you chose that one. And hopefully we can we can point our listeners to say, go pick up the book so you can read The Prayer for Fall. Yeah. Get yeah. the book now, mm-hmm. right yes. at the start of fall. And let's jump right Kayla's, in. Yeah, let Kayla's <laughs> words just kind of minister to you. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, one thing before we uh, wrap up, um, we always like asking, right, what what's your hope for the work you're doing? And I know... We maybe we asked you that last time. I can't remember when we started asking that. I'm sure we did. Um, but it can be kind of about all the work you're doing, or I mean, maybe even specifically this book, right? Like, yeah. what is your hope for this book as it's launching out into the world? Yeah, and my hope is that this book would offer parents, um, whether or not they're going to church right now, whether or not they have more questions than answers, uh, whatever it is, whatever season of life they're in, that it would offer them um, some hope that it would offer them an invitation to see God in a new way, to connect with their kids in a new way, connect with themselves in a new way, and that they would just draw closer to the one that does give each breath. Mm. Gosh, that is so good, Kayla. I'm so, so glad we got to have you back on the show. I cannot say enough wonderful things about you and your work. and. I am just so grateful for your presence in our world. It, you, you mean so much um, to me personally and to so many of us. So thank you for the good work you're doing. It's yeah. good. Thank you. I feel the same about you guys, truly. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, dear listener, um, if you would like to connect with Kayla, you can check her out on her website at kaylacraig.com. Uh, she has a podcast called Liturgies for Parents that you can check out too. Um, And she also has a newsletter that you can find the link to at her website. Pick up her book, Every Season Sacred, Reflections, Prayers, and Invitations to Nourish Your Soul and Nurture Your Family Throughout the Year, wherever you buy books. Um, And you can find her on social media at Kayla Craig or Liturgies for Parents. Um, You can connect with uh, the show at CXMH at cxmhpodcast.com 
or at any social media at CXMH Podcast. You can connect with Robert at robert 4com or on any social media minus TikTok. Um, <laughs> I know, you change the language. Four. No, I know. It's the same for me, though. That's like where, you know, us millennials, I guess, have drawn the line. But, um, <laughs> But you can connect with me at hollyoxhandler.com or on any social media. Again, my TikTok um, <laughs> at hollyoxhandler. And again, Kayla, thank you so, so much for joining yeah. us on the show. Thank you for this beautiful book that you have birthed and given to us. It is just stunning. And I am so excited to weave this into my family's rhythms. And um, I'm hopeful for our listeners to do the same. Is there, do you have any closing thoughts um, for our listeners that you want to offer up? Oh gosh, I don't know. Just, just thank you. Thank you for allowing me to share words with you and I pray that you can make them your own. Thanks for listening to the CXMH podcast. Want to score some major brownie points? Leave us five stars and an honest review on iTunes. Follow us on social media at CXMH Podcast and email us with questions, comments, and interview requests at CXMH Podcast at gmail.com. 